Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, depending on what time you are listening to this podcast. My name is Ronald Caesar, and I'm going to share with you uh, a little information that could be useful to you with my personal experience, you know, to open your eyes, open your mind to how I acquired growth in the hopes that, you know, it could be influential to others. So that's the reason why I'm starting this podcast and I'm sharing this with individuals. Okay, so in 1961, I was born, you know, in the city of Stockton, California, uh, in San Joaquin General Hospital. Uh, I was raised in the Southside Sierra Vista Projects uh, until 1974. Uh, I believe it was when Dionne Warwick came out with the uh, song, Do You Know Your Way to San Jose? And my mother, she found her way to San Jose because it sounded like it was uh, the place to be. <laughs> you know? um, so let me go back a little bit. While I was in Stockton, you know, we stayed on 9th Street before we moved to the projects. Uh, then we, my mother moved to L.A., you know, with my grandfather. And while I was staying in L.A., uh, I experienced uh, the first Watts riot. And so I grew up under, you know, seeing martial law, military in the streets, you know, and stuff like that. And then a few years later, after I moved back to Stockton and we moved to Sierra Vista, um, the police had beat uh, these blacks, you know, on the south side, and the blacks went crazy. They The next morning when I woke up, it was uh, three to four police cars that was burned crisp. That They threw Molotov cocktails and and burn the police cars, you know, and that was the era where, you know, the Black Panther Party was tired of the police brutality, and they put a vanguard to save the people and to protect the people, you know. So when I came up, I came up with standing for standing up for the community against police brutality and racism. That is the way I came up. So when I moved to San Jose in 1974, uh, I've had a couple of experiences where the police jumped on me when I was 13 years old. I was new to San Jose, and I still had that, you know, that firm attitude, you know, where I wasn't taking nothing from nobody. You know, and the police stopped me and was talking crazy to me and I wasn't going to let them talk crazy to me so they ended up beating my ass excuse my language but that's what they did you know so there goes more animosity towards racism and the San Jose PD so uh, later on after that I heard that one of my homegirls got jumped you know in San Jose you know by a Mexican gang uh, on Story Road by Poco Way so that's when I decided in 1977 to start the RIPS, San Jose SJ RIPS. Yeah, it wasn't no neighborhood, it wasn't no block, it was the whole San Jose. Yeah, 
we had big dreams. You know, there was no limitations. Yeah. So, in the process of starting the rips, basically, it was the same thing because, you know, me coming from uh, the background where the Black Panther Party was protecting the neighborhood and protecting the community and protecting the culture from racism and police brutality, you know, it was basically the same thing. And this originated in the uh, Story Road Apartments. I guess they call them Foxdale Manor now, but back then they was called Story Road Apartments. You know, um, at that time, you know, there was a lot more freedom and, you know, um, shoot, I got my first gun when I was like 13 years old, you know, when I moved to San Jose, you know, um, and, you know, it was, it was very open to where you had to have some protection, you know, not against gangs, but against racism, you know. And that is the true element of how the rip started, you know, on the east side of San Jose. You know, um, we went around letting it be known because it started becoming popular. And it was a, a, a black group standing up and standing firm against anything and everything that defied us. You know, so, you know, we represented that 100%. You know, this was not about a color. This was not about a block. This was not about a neighborhood. This was about standing up and being firm about being able to go anywhere and everywhere without being harassed just because of the color of my skin, you know. So, uh, and in the process, you know, um, San Jose was, was pretty mellow. You know, at the time, so it was getting a lot of attention. You know, these guys are going to theaters, taking over the theaters and tearing it up because they want to talk crazy to us like we were, you know, like we was uh, uh, of no substance, you know, or didn't have a purpose or nothing like that. And, you know, they, they got a history of where, you know, my little young homies then went and took over the San Jose bus and wouldn't let them stop until they got to their destination just to go beat down some fools for being disrespectful. You know, um, so that went on, you know, in the community in Story Road Apartments. And when we started, uh, uh, we started little things like espionage. You know, we trained for battle, you know, and as we trained for battle, you know, the first thing that I taught, you know, my homies, you know, in my gang was first you got to learn how to take an ass whooping before you can get an ass whooping. So we called, we played this game called espionage. One person would leave, like five or six people would leave and they would hide as individuals. And then the rest of the gang would find them and beat the, the crap out of them, you know. So, you know you're going to get a beat down, so you're going to have to fight back, you know. So, you're fighting back, you know, you're fighting back. You're fighting the whole gang. So, that's what I told them, not to be scared, 
you know, no matter what the odds is, fight back. Don't be a coward, you know. And this was, like I said, first and foremost, in order to get an ass, you have to learn how to take an ass whooping before you can give an ass whooping. So receiving an ass whooping wasn't a stranger or wasn't something to fear because, you know, we learn how to take that. Yeah, it's a lot of people that never learn how to take ass whooping, so they fear the ass whooping, you know, and 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 they ended up running like cowards and then never retaliated. So that made them look weak, you know. We stood there and fought, you know, which is the reason why uh, it did not take a whole gang for us to go out, you know, and venture out of Story Road Apartments. You know, I made it a law that we never leave out by ourselves and we always leave in twos, you know. So it didn't take the whole gang to go out and set up shop because we done went to different neighborhoods and set up shop and set up the whole neighborhoods. We didn't went from Lanai Apartments to Stonegate, you know, to all, all over, you know, and set up, you know. Uh, we got a rip. We got some rips over here. We wasn't claiming it as our neighborhood, but we got some rips that's over here in that and 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 functioning over here as SJ Rips. You know, um, in '79 I caught a robbery, and then that's when my first episode of the prison life started. Um, after this episode, I'm gonna stop this episode. And I will continue to the next phase as far as prison life. Thank you. Enjoy your evening.